We've switched from Mark to John. The same story that we heard in Mark last week, but it's a little more detailed in Mark than it is in John, which almost never happens. And we'll get there about what's actually happening, but starting at the sixth chapter of John... When Jesus is at his most popular ever, we get to verse 16 with this very well-known story. To set the context, Jesus and his disciples have just been on the mountainside. Jesus has fed 5,000 people, not counting women and children. And his disciples are tired. And he sends them on their way in a boat. And this is what happens. When evening came, his disciples went down to the sea, got into a boat, and started across the sea to Capernaum. It was now dark, and Jesus had not yet come to them. The sea became rough because a strong wind was blowing. And when they had rowed about three or four miles, which put them smack dab in the middle of the sea, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and coming near the boat. And they were terrified. But he said to them, it is I, do not be afraid. 
Then they wanted to take him into the boat, and immediately the boat reached the land toward which they were going. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We begin today with a question. Have you ever had one of those days? Actually, not even one of those days. Have you ever had one of those years? That probably doesn't even do it either. Have you ever had one of those lives? Yep. You know what I'm talking about. One of those lives where everything seems to be going just fine. Life is beautiful. You're happy. I don't know why you're grinning, but I want to know the story. (laughs) And then wham, something hits you. Somebody dies suddenly. There's a diagnosis from the doctor you never expected. Your business folds and all your assets become endangered. Your spouse says he or she doesn't want to be married anymore. Your kid comes home from college, from Morgantown, and says... I'm flunking calculus. No, wait, I'm gay. No, wait, even worse than that, I'm transferring to Ohio State. (laughs) Come on, that's funny right there. No Ohio State, kids, come on. (laughs) Right? Something happens in your life that you did not expect, and it turns your whole world upside down. This is what happens with the disciples today. See, the story of the feeding of the 5,000, which happens right before what, what I read you today, is the only miracle that appears in all four Gospels. So we get four different perspectives on that story. And one of the interesting things about that is that we learn some di- different tidbits each time we read it. So what we learned in Mark was Jesus had sent his disciples out into the world to teach and preach and heal in his name. And they come back to report to him on all the good news of the things that had happened. And they are exhausted. They're overpeopled and ministry has worn them out. And so Jesus does what every good leader does. He says, hey, fellas, let's all go and take a rest. And on their way to cross the sea to go to rest, the people find them. And they follow them. And like every good leader, Jesus will not let the people suffer. And one of the texts that tells the story of the feeding of the 5,000 says something like this. They gathered all the leftover bread up, and Jesus 
knew the disciples were tired, so he sent them on the way while he continued to heal people and have compassion on them. Jesus knew how tired his disciples were. And so he sent them along without him. He had to have been exhausted himself. You know, it takes a lot of effort just to cook for five people. Imagine doing it for 5,000. But he sends them on on their way so that they can get some rest. And they get into the boat and are about to cross the sea to go to the other side and rest. Now remember, at least a third of Jesus' disciples were fishermen. They knew what it was to sail. They knew what it was to be on the sea. Rarely do you find a fisherman who gets caught unawares in a storm. But two things here. First of all, the Sea of Galilee is known for sudden storms to come up. The way that it's situated, it's just perfect naturally for that to happen. And two, they were tired. Maybe they weren't paying attention like they should have. So they get in the boat and they row three or four miles. They're halfway across the sea and this storm comes up and they're terrified because they know how bad a storm at sea can be. It could have killed them. They're already tired. They don't have the energy to grow through a storm. It says in one of the texts that Jesus sees them toiling in their rowing. And they're scared to death, literally. But here's the interesting part in all of this. They're in the boat. They know things are bad. They know it could mean their very deaths. They're so busy worrying about the things of this life that have come up suddenly that they don't even notice that Jesus is watching them. Now, here I'm supposed to say something to you like, has that ever happened to you? But I'm not going to do that because you're smart people. You can figure out where I'm going with this. Sometimes the stuff of life is so great, and especially when it comes at us unexpectedly, that we just don't realize how close Jesus is. Jesus has been watching this whole scene all the time. And they don't turn to him, and they don't call to him, and they don't even, it doesn't even occur to them to reach out to him. 
I can't tell you the number of times I've heard stories about people who had one of these wham moments of life where the unexpected stuff hits them too hard and they say something to me like, Pastor, where's God? Why hasn't God helped me? Why isn't God here? What is God doing? And I've never done this, but I've always wanted to say, well, what, what, when you pray, what does God say to you about that? Many times there's people aren't even looking toward God. They're not praying. They're just so shocked by the whams of life that they don't even think about it. And they don't realize that Jesus has been watching all along. Now watch this beautiful thing that happens in this text. They finally realize that Jesus has been there watching. They know he's there. They see him. And they want to reach out to him. They want him to come to them. They want Jesus has revealed himself to them in their darkest, dankest moments. One of the texts says that he comes to them in the fourth watch. The fourth watch is between 3 and 6 a.m. Now, I'm not an expert on this, but somebody tells me that the clock goes all the way around twice a day. And so there's a.m. numbers that follow things like 3 and 6. I'll have to take y'all's word for that because I'm never around then. Not a morning person. But he comes to them then. That's the darkest hour of the day. Right? And they see him, and he's revealed themselves to them, and they know that he is there, and he says to them, It is I, do not be afraid. No matter what unexpected stuff life has thrown at you, I am here, don't worry. Now get this, remember when last we heard about the disciples, they were in the middle of the sea, they'd rode three or four miles, and then it says in the last verse, then they wanted to take him into the boat. They realize he's there. They've called out to him. He's present enough that they can reach out and touch him And they want to take him into the boat. And then immediately the boat reached land toward which they were going. The crisis is over. Because they have turned to Jesus in their hour of need. He's revealed himself to them. He has come to them. And they are so... So surrounded by his presence that they make it to shore and don't even worry about it because Jesus is with them.
I wonder if we are missing opportunities to be in the presence of Christ simply because we are not looking at the moments where Christ is revealing himself to us and we are not reaching out to him in a way that invites him to come to us. You know, there's that great scripture that says, Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open. Jesus will come to you. Look for him and open your hearts. And before you know it, your time of trouble, your darkest hour... will instead find you on a safe shore. May it be so.